We are all alphas as I'm wearing a crop top, you know? <laughs> In real life? Yeah, I destroy okay. you, I jackhammer. Because yeah. I'd have a threesome with you immediately. I know, I know. You've been asked, okay. I've read the signs. <laughs> what will happen to Mario and Jeff when they both get married to their girlfriends? It's me, Mario! What is up, my friends, and welcome back to Uncensored. And guys, today, special episode. This is episode number 100 of the Uncensored Podcast. We did it, we did it, 100th episode. Wow. And uh, Jeff, I want to do something special this episode, right? Okay. And I thought about like a special guest and we had Elon Musk lined up, okay? He's been wanting to come on the podcast for a long time. We had LeBron James, he's been hitting me up in the DMs, you know, Bronny Jamesy has been hitting me up. But I was like, no, 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 we want, we don't want LeBron James. We want somebody with class, somebody with clout, somebody special. Like Jeff fucking yeah. Caster. <laughs> Number 100. Thank you, dude. Yeah, no, because you have been, you. you represent my 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 rise in Hollywood, you yeah. know? You're the reason exactly. we're here. Yeah. No, because you've been co-hosting the first, whatever, 100 episodes. Yeah, you know, so once we met, then you started your rise. 100%. I was in, my career was in shambles before I met you. Yeah, I just, American Idol had just come out, you know, I was on yeah. television and then I met you and from then it all went up, you know. <laughs> yeah. I was the catalyst. You were the catalyst, catalyst, man, yeah. yeah. How have you been, man? I haven't seen you in a minute. Dude, I'm good. I mean, it's getting hot in LA. I've been yeah. traveling a bit like you. I miss you. So, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but Mario is big time now and he's forgotten about all of his friends <laughs> and all of his loved ones and he's yeah. out performing. Dude, but welcome to LA, man. That's the Hollywood lifestyle, you know? Like I True. use you and once I you're no longer of service, I dispose you and I leave you next to the dumpster on Santa Monica Boulevard. That That's is Hollywood. That is Hollywood. No, man, like, I've missed you. I mean, I go to too, New York man. a lot and I do these podcasts, but I realized, man, I need some Jeff in my life. Thank you know you, what I'm saying? And I wish yeah, you should come to New York next time or something. I did so many podcasts there and people in the comments have been complaining. They were like, where's Jeff? Yeah. You know? I want to go back to the box in New York. Yes. We need to go to some sex clubs in New York. <laughs> the <laughs> undergrounds. Right. Mario took me to the box in New York for my birthday last year. And let's just say, if you haven't been, you have to go. It's underground. They just do crazy sex shit there yeah it's like a Which berlin club awesome. it's really like public sex i've seen so many dicks and and, and titties and it was wild you know yeah it was a lot perfect of perfect for jeff's birthday <laughs> i was like you know we're gonna do like we're gonna do something crazy man yeah. um you know what i also want to address this real quick today today is not is, is like a not That's an true. ideal day okay let's address this real quick yeah. so right before film this podcast right before jeff came over like 30 minutes before i was supposed to film like a solo youtube story time video and uh i checked my email i got an email from youtube saying hey we just want to inform you that your entire youtube channel will be permanently deleted in seven days and i was like cool 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 cool, cool. so i called jeff crying first thing right yeah and um yeah it was weird man you know, <laughs> well, dude, you, you got the email and it said you got five copyright strikes and it's like, wait a minute, you just go back in time two years ago and it's like, oh, we just, we just now enforcing five copyright strikes. You have yeah. seven days and you're terminated. It's like, yeah, it's wild sometimes how YouTube works and um, I'm, I'm pretty chill about it. And what I realized, I'm actually kind of proud of myself when that, when that happened, I was like, you know, YouTube is my livelihood. It's my identity. I've built this YouTube, my main YouTube channel for like 10 years. And I love YouTube so much. And then all of a sudden, because of uh, some clips I shared of American Idol, I got copyright strikes for them. And hopefully we can figure it out. But it was just, um, yeah, being confronted with something taken away from you that you've built for 10 years was, uh, was a little scary. But I think I handled it like a boss, you know? Yeah, well, I walked in and you were, you were smiling. I was, smi I mean, yeah, well, what can yeah. he do? You know, and that's something I was like, if I don't film this podcast now just because of some bullshit, you know, that's some beta shit, <laughs> right? And if you know one, one, <laughs> if you want one, if you know one thing about this channel is then that it is that we are all alphas as I'm wearing a crop top, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like in some of these situations, you almost just have to trust that the world is a good place. And yeah. there's a big time moral question for someone to just arbitrarily just ban you yeah and you've done you know i think you've been a really good person over the last 10 years <laughs> compared to me so <laughs> <laughs> well relatively speaking you know like most yeah. people have been good compared to like you know kim jong-un don't forget <laughs> don't forget the mario adrian brand is bigger than this they cannot cancel you Yo, Jeff was so funny. First thing Jeff said, he was like okay mario you know what even if you your youtube channel gets deleted your brand is bigger than that 
Just like Alex Jones. Think about Alex Jones. You Same know? thing. He was banned. I was like, thanks, Jeff, for comparing me to Alex Jones. I'm like, yo, me and Alex Jones, same thing, bro. If we get that banned, if we get like, deleted from every platform, we, well, we're, we're still going to be Alex Jones. You know? how, how They're trying to put you in Alex Jones' category. Dude, my Twitter was That's deleted it. alongside Donald Trump, Alex Jones, and Kanye West. So I was like, dude. It is happening. The world's going to work out. The world's going to work out. Yeah. And guys, a quick, uh, what we're going to do this episode, we're going to have a couple things. We're going to um, have some Q&A from you guys. Okay. Then we're going to have a, um, our favorite moments we're going to kind of think about, right? And we're going to play some clips. And then in the end, we're going to have a big banger thing. So stay until the end. And also subscribe, guys. If you're not subscribed by now, then what the fuck are you doing, right? Like this video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if, you, if you're listening to it, leave us a review. Five stars would be dope. Did, yeah. did you say we're going to bang at the end? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stick around. Stick around for that. Some of the questions I got were, were literally like that. They were like, um, so, uh, <laughs> you know, I thought, I thought I'd rebrand it, you know, like cause I'm rebranding towards comedy. And I thought, oh, let's ask some Q&A questions. I thought they were going to be like, oh, yeah, who's your favorite comedian? <laughs> no, dude, they're all like, how much, how much can you off before you <laughs> Or some shit like that. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Riley, please censor that. We want to have these these monetized in the future. It's yeah. like three years ago when we first met our first podcast. The first question is, are y'all going to bang? And now the first question now. Yeah. Are y'all going to bang? Dude, it's like full circle, right? We, we, we've come a long we're, way, we're bro. We've come here. a long way, dude. Um, yeah, let's just start with a question. How about that? Okay. Um, you know, which one? Okay, let's just start. This is wholesome. How have your lives changed since starting documenting together? They call it documenting. <laughs> I love documenting. <laughs> Put some photos here and stuff. Yeah, Jeff and I have we've been documenting for a while. You know, taking a lot of photos. Yeah. You know, how has your life changed since uh, we started documenting together? It's a good question. Uh, I think life is more complex and complicated now. In some ways, I think when I when I first met Mario, it was almost like I just knew what to do. I just knew that. I wanted to be attached to this guy. I knew that he's got that energy. You just want to be around. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of sort of had to fill the shoes of what you've been building got online. It. And I think what you were building is sort of this, uh, hey, you don't want to be, let's get away from labels. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when it comes to toxic masculinity, it's okay for guys to be affectionate and loving towards each other. Wear crop tops, you know. <laughs> and I just fit that tops. spot. Now yeah. it's just complicated. It's like, what do we do with our lives? are we making a difference in a positive way in the world? Mm, mm. And uh, we have to make money. So the difference is he's just been doing a lot of mushrooms since then. So he's been asking himself a lot. He's have a lot of existential questions. How about you? Dude, I mean, my life's changed so much. I feel like, I mean, it's a transitional phase. When I met you, I was still kind of like in the modeling world. And then I slowly, I like I liked the autonomy with YouTube. And what happened with you is like, I really took ownership of like my creative image where before it was a lot of photographers and agents taking photos of me and that was what I had to do and I had to kind of play by their rules. And then the, yeah. by the time I met you, I kind of like really embraced social media and I only took photos with you. We hired our own photographers. We did our own creative stuff. You know what I mean? We traveled to Mexico, collaborated with all these people. So that was really like the, um, the biggest shift, I would say, is really taking my creativity into my own hands and embracing it more. I yeah. love like first meeting you because it was, we didn't even have to say any words. It was just kind of like a handshake. I was like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, dude. It was let's like Harry Potter's this. wand, you know, like when you, <laughs> when you, when you, when you, when you it chooses you, it doesn't, you don't choose it. You know, once I held his wand for the first time, you know, it was like, and I was like, wow, that's, that's the wand. That's the one wand I want to do magic with. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, you <laughs> I picked, don't fucking know. What you picked the wand. All right. I picked the one wand. It's beautiful. The wand. Slightly leans to the left a little bit, you know, but it's still a very powerful one. You know? yeah, it's, <laughs> so, it's a grower, not a shower as well. You know? It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. So that, that's good. Um, so yeah, on that note, how is Jeff progressing with his substance use struggles? Progressing. <laughs> it's getting progressively good, worse. Pretty well. Progressing. <laughs> the struggles are growing. Bro, I've been doing... <laughs> I went from an eight ball to like half a pound a week. <laughs> you know? Um, it's much better. It's definitely okay. much better. Uh, I wouldn't say completely abstinence yet. Yeah, but uh, I'm getting there. You know, our our friend Reno Gold, a hundred days sober. 
Bro, hundred days. Yeah. A- after a year ago, that was a miraculous turnaround. So yeah. I won't yeah. go in, but uh, yeah. Um, it's good. You know, I have a girlfriend now, which really helps me. And um, what? I know it. It's like. Did she know you're 58? And it's not a fake girlfriend. Either. It's not a fake girlfriend. Why are you looking at me like that? My girlfriend's real too. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we just have two beards, you know? You know that term beard? Like a fake girlfriend you have to like, you know, feel comfortable with your sexuality as, you, right. as you plow through as many buttholes as possible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's what I'll say about substance. I think people that uh, struggle with addiction... It never, it's never going to completely go away. Mm, It's a forever, mm, it's mm. a forever thing, but you learn to manage it. Uh, You get more meaning and purpose in your life. You get more hobbies that you're passionate about. Yeah. What's your hobby? What do you do? (sighs) I'm going to have to have children. Children is going to be a hobby. Yeah. Let's go. I'm going to have to. Yeah. And you're going to verbally, I can see you being the dad is going to be like verbally abuse the kids, you know, if they're like, uh, you know. They're going to be like quarterbacks. You're going to train them to be like the best quarterback and stuff like that. You're going to be, <laughs> exactly. like, you're going to be that dad. You know, the one yelling at a... God damn, get over here. <laughs> Go on, Timmy. <laughs> you know what the thing about like a passion or hobby is that it's not deep enough for me yet. Oh, wow. Let me, get you, let me ask you this. LeBron James, his passion is basketball, right? I'm assuming, yeah. Okay. So when he dies, is he going to be laying on his deathbed? Like, you know what I did for the world? I put a ball through a fucking hoop. That's what you did for the world? That's it. You put a fucking ball through a hoop. Can we get a little deeper, LeBron? Well. <laughs> a little deeper. I get it. You like it. I mean, I want to be that guy, but like, you know, you can ask yourself, be like, what did I do for the world? You know, like I right. I looked ridiculously good in photos and I made people feel insecure about their, their looks. You know, <laughs> that's going to be your legacy, dude, you know? Right. But having children, I think, is the mm. biggest gift you can give to the Got world. Got it. Got it. That's true. That's a good, that's a good point. That's You're, it shows you 58 now. You speak like a real <laughs> I know. mature man, you know? It's great. It's Times great. are different. Dude, it's great, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What are we going to do for your 59th birthday? I want to go back to the box. Back to the box. I got it. Got it. We got it locked in. That was in. the best ever. We got it locked in. That no, that's true. But LeBron James, listen, like, I think if you play basketball, I mean, I see what you mean. I think you still... You know, you create... You inspire. You inspire, for sure. To put know? a ball through a hoop. To put a ball through a hoop. <laughs> There's something... <laughs> well, people have found watching basketball. So I would assume you create entertainment value, right? Because people yeah. watch stand-up, which is what I do, right? People watch a stand-up show or they even watch whatever. This YouTube channel, hopefully, is entertaining. Um... <laughs> And uh, it creates entertainment value. So I think there's an inter- inherent value in entertaining people. Absolutely. Right? And just being a, being a legend. Well, and making people laugh is really important in society. Yeah. So no, that's, I think that's why, that's why I feel purpose in what I do. With modeling, I didn't, that's what the thing. With modeling, I didn't feel it as much. I felt like modeling was more like feeding my ego. I was like, I do modeling and then therefore I get validation. I get like some money, not as much as people think, but I got some money and I got validation. You know, people think I'm cool. People think my dick's way bigger, bigger than it is and... I felt good about that. You know, no, seriously, modeling, a big part of why I did modeling at least was because yeah, you feel good, you feel validated. Yeah. Yeah. You can make money off it too, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You you can only climb so high with money. Exactly. Yeah. And also with modeling, there's a, there's a, there's an end. That's why we transitioned from modeling and now we're running one of the biggest podcasts in the biz, bro. That's right. That's fucking Make right. Sure episode subscribe. 100. Episode 100. Uh, so one question, one more week to subscribe. <laughs> one more I'm week than everything. By just the kidding. way, they told me on YouTube that, and I hope I'm going to figure this out. Guys, if you're a lawyer, hit me up and please do something about this. But they told me that if my main account gets deleted, all associated accounts will also be deleted. Meaning this channel you're watching right now. How ironic would it be if I put out episode 100 and it's the last episode because then the channel gets deleted. I can't have that happen. It's- Maybe you should do just kind of a sit down uh, self tape video, reaching out to all your fans and hey, everybody write this person or let's write YouTube or let's write. Uh, yeah. Who's the American Idol brand? You were talking about? Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure <laughs> okay, it out. Okay, okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Well, I would do that, but I can't make a video because my channel, I can't upload right now. You know, It's a whole thing. We'll Not figure bad. it out, guys. Stay positive. You know, always yeah. stay, always stay crunchy. When life hits you in the face with carrots, you, yeah. you take those carrots and you just put them right where they belong. Yeah. All right. Inevitably, cool. inevitably, you have to have a little trust. In life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's the one person you'd want to interview on the podcast? What's your number one pick? <clears throat> 
Um, Alex Jones. <laughs> I would, but I don't want to like piss off half of your viewers. Uh, I think I would say, because I'm going to stay in line with comedy, I would say Tim Dillon. People probably don't know who he is, but Dude, he is. A, I think that's not even impossible. No, because, in Austin. No, I mean, because I have some people who, I mean, I know people who know him very well. And I'm, you know, there's some, there's some event going to happen. I'm, I'm going to, I'm hanging out more in like the stand-up scene too. And I feel like that's not, I've seen him once and said hi, but like we didn't nice. really talk. I saw him in passing in like the West Village in New York. He's amazing. I would love that. And he's gay. And so I think he likes, you know, young, <laughs> good looking men. I'm just going to send him a cold email with a dick pic. Just like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> we'd love to have you on the pod. <laughs> You're a, a shoe in, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. he's great. I mean, I don't know if anybody knows about him, but he's uh he's hilarious and he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, and I also he that. gets away with a lot when you're when you're not the best looking person. He's actually not bad looking. I don't know you, and he's he's gay. You gotta so be you, careful because you want to have him on the podcast. You can't fucking like <laughs> drag him through the mud right now. You gotta. He gets away with more than you could, you know, theoretically get away with. Yeah, well, he's still a white man. Least, I guess not. But the thing is, Tim Dillon, what I re respect about him, he's like. I would have, I would never know that he's not straight. Exactly. Because, and I love that because what, what bothers me about like this whole political environment we live in is that it's so, there's these two parties and these two polar opposites where like, okay, all liberals are gay and all the Republicans are homophobes. So I, was like, I love that somebody, you know, has views that are not too woke, but it doesn't define a sexuality. I love when people break out of these fucking boxes we have. I fucking hate boxes, dude. Yeah. Fuck boxes. I think the the only time we've had a contentious episode was recently after we had that that TED talk. It wasn't really that contentious, but yeah. that TED talk. And I fully got where you were coming from because I know who you are and your brand. Yeah. I just didn't like the ending. Yeah, the toxic masculine. Like yeah, that's what I mean. The, the whole box. If anything is like, if I, I really hate if anything is, is, is absolute, right? Somebody's this, therefore they behave that way. Somebody's a model, therefore they're dumb. Fuck that shit. You know, if somebody is, uh, you can be, you can be a liberal and still, it's the thing in Germany, man. You can have my dad, for example, didn't get the vaccine. He's still very liberal, but he didn't want to get the vaccine. It doesn't define his whole political identity. It's so weird here, man. That's why, you know, I love when people do that. So Tim Dillon, Jeff is gonna send. We're gonna send you some news. Hey, whatever you want, Tim. <laughs> whatever whatever you, want. you want. We're desperate. Okay, so we'll do whatever <laughs> you want. No, I think. Um, whatever. I'll see. But I also think about guests right now. Yeah, who would you? I, well, for me, I think I would love to have Matteo Lane. Do you know Matteo Lane? Matteo, two people like Matteo Lane or Matt Reif would be great. Yeah, because they're both comedians. I think Matteo Lane more than anybody right now just because like he seems so i don't know i just like his energy i love his stand-up I'm a, I'm a big fan of his stand-up i just did a reaction video of him on my main channel and i think he'd be a great he'd be a great fit you know yeah i guess i don't know he's much, also very man. hot so i think my viewers would appreciate that yeah because <laughs> that's what they i'm struggling do. right now kind of i've been kind of trying to rebrand in new york and stuff and i've even had some girls on <laughs> i say it like it's the biggest deal in the world I even had some girls on. I know it's crazy, but I did it. All right. We all have our slip ups. Um, no, I just realized like people don't watch it as much when I have women on, which I understand. So I'm trying to find that balance between like, who do I want to talk to and what performs on YouTube? That's like the struggle on social media always. But um, yeah, I kind of, I don't want to, I don't only want to have comedians on. You know what I mean? Because I've had a lot of comedians on the podcast. I want to have influencers Kind of be a, you know, more open, just interesting people I want to talk to. Yeah. When it comes to you interviewing men versus women, do you feel that you have more of a connection with yeah. these men? Yeah. Okay. With men, 100%. So way easier. With women, it's hard for me because I, it's almost weird. Like, I feel so much more comfortable around men. Maybe because I'm, because <laughs> I'm gay. No, I think it's because I'm straight or not sexually attracted to men, it's easier to kind of fuck with men. You know, like with men, I'll like I fuck with. Them. I think that's what a lot of the fun I have, at least on the podcast, is when I fuck with people. You know, and I kind of make people feel uncomfortable. Way easier with men. With women, I'm always like, oh, I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable because they're fragile women. You know, yeah. dudes don't have feelings. Correct. <laughs> Dude, I can don't have to worry harass and objectify 
and verbally abuse a male podcast guest for an hour straight, they're never going to say anything. Yeah. Because men don't cry or have emotions or show them. Yeah, screw them. Because that's gay. <laughs> but women, it's hard. You could catch so, a charge. You could yeah, catch and a if, charge. I, if I can't verbally abuse my guests, we're not going to have a good episode. So, yeah. If but you truly. had to, uh, if you want, if you could uh, interview one female guest, mm. who would it be? Wow. Damn, that's a good question. I mean, maybe like, I mean, I'm thinking of comedians, maybe Nikki Glaser. I met her too. Yeah. She'd be cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like a, I mean, female, I could, or like a famous trans, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking knows? Yeah. I don't know. I just don't hope the conversation is going to, that's another thing. Like when, when it gets too woke, I feel uncomfortable too. Like I did an interview with uh, with um, River, like a non-binary person, and um, I just was like, I was I was such a little bitch. I was like, oh fuck, I don't want to say anything wrong. And then it's like, kind of, you know, it's it's kind of, yeah. Do you remember when we had uh, we did a show with uh, we did a, a YouTube with Chris Damned, and I remember yeah. we mentioned the word trans, and he just got so. He got so excited. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I can't even remember what he said. Something about like, well, he's his, his roommate is trans. It's a trans woman. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so but I think it's yeah. like to get, it's like, yo, let's just, uh, so I didn't even follow. I don't even know what he said. Something like, do you care what people are? I'm like, next question. <laughs> like, you know, it's just such a emotionally charged. It is. It is. Thing. Yeah. It's like, so I don't know if you should stay away from it. I just don't have too much to say about it. The whole thing is like, Man, I don't know. Just people do do what they want to do. I don't have strong yeah. opinions about it. I'm not controversial. You know, I don't, I read, I genuinely, if I did, if it was authentic to me, I would talk about it, but I don't care, man. I don't care. Either. I'm not fucking Ben Shapiro trying to like, you know, I'm, I don't care. I don't care. I really yeah. don't. Man. Live your life, dude. I, I have no, no yeah. problem with anything. I think right now, like, it's so weird. When I first came to America, I was like, definitely more liberal. And I would say, I, I, I don't like labels again, whatever. I agree with a lot of, you know, the democratic views, but dude, the, the more, the last three years, it's becoming too much, man. Right. And it's even Travis said this, Travis Bryan, he was like, you know, he was after the whole, like, you know, he's a gay man. He's a gay man. He's a lot of people, even I had a comic, non-binary comic on the show, right? And even he was like, you can say he, he or they, it's, he's fine with both. Um, yeah, it's getting too much and it's coming from a, it's getting too woke and that's coming from a trans person, you know? Yeah. There's too much or like politics. A yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. So whatever. That's that's what it is. Fuck politics. But no, Fuck on the it. podcast, Matt Rife would be great. Matteo Lane would be amazing. Um, I don't know who else <clears throat> inspires me. I was like thinking who really inspires me. It's a lot of comics right now that I can think of. Andrew Schultz would be amazing too. Yeah. Jar Ying did shows with him in New York. They're, wow. they're homies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that. Um <laughs> On that note, what's your biggest unfulfilled sexual fantasy, Jeffy? Gay ginger bears ask it. <laughs> He's asking for a friend. You know? He's asking for a friend, Jeff. Is there anything somebody would could do for you? Yeah, I've never had group sex. Group sex? Yeah. You know, I was How always... Many people? I've never even had a threesome. Me neither. Yeah. I'm, I was in the same bed with Riley, but he just, you know, he was, well, he was up in a ball. Hiding. Yeah, he was hiding. He was <laughs> crying the whole time, I heard. I uh, I didn't really grow up a super sexually confident, I guess you would say. Got and it. I always thought like- Because of the curvature? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know what this will fit in. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> you look at me like, fuck, what can we do with very this? Very particular hole this <laughs> exactly, goes in. Exactly, uh, no, I always, it just seemed like a lot of responsibility. Like if you're, let's say you're going to have sex with two girls, you have to please two girls. Yeah. And one is hard enough. Dude, hundred percent. Yeah. Imagine three guys. That would be easy to please actually. <laughs> I think so too. I think with guys, it gets a lot easier. Uh, yeah. So some kind of group sex, I'm, I'm probably going to have to try at some point. I feel more confident now after you and I've, you know, been to a few places. <laughs> just kidding. What do you I mean? Just made, I just made that up. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to. Where did we go, Jeff? That's a fucking rumor start. You make you started like that. You put it out there like that. We've been to a lot of places. People are gonna come and be like, "What? What place did they go to? You know, did they go? Leap it out if you're a vagina. To, did they go? <laughs> <laughs> we went to a few places. We, we went, went to, to third uh, base, for example. We went there. Yeah. We went. <laughs> we went to Tulum when that girl tried to hit on me, and you blocked her. Cock blocked. 
I did not. You bring it up constantly, dude. It's okay, we were on. A, we were microdosing psychedelics. Yeah. I get it. I was going to say this it. true. This girl was hitting on Jeff, and I came up and was like, "Hey guys, what are you guys talking about? Who are you? How are you? What's your name? My name is Marty. I'm from Germany. Where are you from?" <laughs> came really came. Up. Yeah, he popped his head. No, in. I thought I was going to save you, you know, because I, you were clearly you overwhelmed and uncomfortable. So I came here yeah. and uh, saved the fucking day, man. You did. How you about like you, a little damsel in distress? <laughs> my my unfulfilled sexual fantasy is that I want to. I want to bang in a church still. The blasphemy. Blasphemy. <laughs> no, let me think. Um, there's something about in like doing something in a public place that's yeah. really appealing to me. There's something about that that's just so hot, you know, like somewhere where people are like watching, you know, like on a TV show or something, or just like, fuck, I don't know, like on a on a train in Europe. When you go, oh, that'd be so cool. Man, a train. Have you seen these trains in Europe that go through the Swiss Alps? No. Like through the like, it's so beautiful. You go through like a mountain pass, Swiss Alps on like a on like a train, but it has to be one of those like steam engine trains, okay? And then you just you're out there, and then you just like you know you you, you take it out and you pull it down. And you just like push her against the window as you see the the Swiss Alps, you know. And there's some there's some like swiss eagle and a swiss deer looking at you and, and looking at you and you know it's wrong but you see that deer, you look that deer right in the fucking eyes as you bang that's fucking hot i don't know if you remember this the very first video we ever did sort of straight you told me that this is kind of a fantasy years and i said this is perfect because i love to watch <laughs> we knew that we're in that metaphor jeff's the deer in the swiss arms <laughs> just to let you know just to let you know. no, there's something about that i think it's hot just doing something forbidden okay i like yeah. that I still remember the when I had um when I there was something hot about when I I told the story before and this might get this video demonetized but whatever I'm gonna try to describe it in the most politically or like in the most community guideline friendly way possible. I was getting a haircut in Peru, right? I told this story. I was 15, very horny, you know, had a good day. Saw some photos in the in the newspaper that it kind of aroused me, and they made me fucking wait. They're not efficient. They're not Germans. They made me wait in that in that chair to get my haircut for a long time. So I just started, you know, like kind of playing with myself. You're 15. You're hor horny all the time, okay? Yeah. And then I got the haircut, and they came in the they came in the perf like in the in the right when I was about to, you know, finish. They came and started cutting my hair. I was like, if if my mommy told me one thing, taught me one thing, it is that you finish what you start. Yep. So I did, bro. And, you did. <laughs> and there's something beautifully reassuring about that, you know, just being able to. Be persistent and not give up, yeah. even when there's a beautiful metaphor in that. Like even when there's obstacles in the way, you don't give up, and you push through the obstacles, mm -hmm. and you finish what you started. Yeah, you could you could maybe exclude drugs or masturbation from that, <laughs> but, but you apparently didn't. Whatever, that's something you know that's still on my. On wait, my wait, list. I, I have one question for you yes, because please. this is relevant to this. Sure. When I was house sitting at your place not that long ago, I had an ep episode happen, and here was the episode. My girlfriend, I was—I uh, won't say the names of the people, but one of our good friends, uh, I was joking around with him, and we were talking about having a threesome together, mm -hmm. a, bu a buddy of ours. Yeah. So this is in front of my girlfriend, and um, so throughout the night, later on, we go back to this guy's house, and she says, hey, do you, do you want to have a threesome with your buddy? And I want to know how you would react to that. If you were joking around with a guy friend of ours okay, and your girlfriend was there and then later on she said, hey, do you, did you want to have a threesome with this guy like right now? Is this like a hypothetical scenario where you're that guy? This was, yeah, but this is true. So this <laughs> happened. Okay. No, I'm just saying like, are you oh, asking me like if you were, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, um, no, not me. No, not I mean, me. you, me and. No, not me, but someone, somebody else you're not yeah. quite as tight with. Got it, say. got it, got it. Because yeah. I'd have a threesome with you immediately. I know, I know. You've been asking. Okay. I know I've read the signs. I'm not a body language, but even a blind man would, you know, he would know. Yeah. So <laughs> just so you know, I'm available. <laughs> just so you know. Just so you know. Um, I don't know, bro. Like with the guy, I think there's like a weird competitive aspect too, which I'll be honest, would be kind of weird. Yeah. If there's another dude having sex with, you and another woman. It's just like there's, you know, yeah. what if he's what what if he's better equipped than you? There's thoughts that right. we all have those thoughts, you know. Probably is compared to me. See yeah. what are the like you know, fuck. Especially in this town, 
So that's a consideration. Honestly, I'll be fully transparent with you. If his, if, you know, like if, he, <laughs> if, he's, if he's smaller than me, I would consider it. Yeah. But if not, no, 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 no chance. Okay. Because that's I was, how insecure I am. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I was pissed. We, we were kind of, we got in a pretty big argument over here. Okay. And then I was like, sh- she was yelling and I, I wasn't yelling. I was like, yo, call, I like neighbors going to call the police. Are these, I hope these are sound insulated. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I just thought of that because that happened here. I kind of wonder how you would react to that because I did not react kindly to that. I'm like, you're literally asking me to have a threesome with my guy friend. Yeah. You. It's a little, yeah. Well, if at least she asked, you know, but I think, yeah, it would still be a little weird. No, but I was asked before by my girlfriend to have a threesome with another girl. And that's hot. Yeah. Cause there's no, uh, competition for you yeah i mean it's a challenge to please but i looked girls. at her and i was like i'm good <laughs> i did i really did i really did because i was intimidated it's like two girl what the fuck i mean the awesome yeah. one she was very intimate beautiful like and then i was like this is a little too much also i i have had i had sex with her that day already so i was kind of like you know i don't know if i don't know if i can do this today you know i just didn't feel i didn't feel my best sometimes you have an off day you know it happens to the best of us even lebron james you know fucking sometimes he scores multiple touchdowns in the game. Sometimes he's just, you know, he doesn't hit a single pitch. That's it's just true. how it happens, man. Changing the world one <laughs> ball through one rim at a time. That's right. That's right. Um, all right. Oh, my God. This is fucking ir- irrelevant at this point, but Barbie or Oppenheimer? Well, I never saw Oppenheimer. And Barbie... You saw Barbie and not Oppenheimer? You, yeah. Jeff Caster, saw Barbie and not Oppenheimer? What are you, transphobic? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I am. That was surprising. Yeah. Okay. I want to see Oppenheimer. I yeah. um, I liked Barbie. A couple of the people I was with fell asleep in it, wow. but uh, I thought uh, what's his name was pretty fucking fun. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yo, Ryan Gosling. I'm gonna say this right now. Is the, I mean, he he fucking killed it. He made yeah. that movie for me. His comedic timing is so fucking good, yeah. and it was great because Barbie was more of a serious role. She was not funny necessarily, Margot Robbie. You know, yeah, she was. Like she's not silly. It's not like Amy. They almost cast Amy Schumer. I heard, which would have been way different. But I love that they didn't. I think it's great they cast Margot Robbie. She's a perfect Barbie, and then Ryan Gosling just made that fucking movie. So silly. I love that guy. So good. I didn't know I liked him so much. It was like I didn't know. I mean, I knew some of his stuff, but I I always saw him more of a as a dramatic actor. You know, like I, a serious actor. I think they were kind of trying to make fun of politics, but it seemed like it went a little bit. A little bit too far for me with some of the feminism in there. Sure. But it was a little like, and that's the main, I, I didn't think it was as bad as people said. Definitely not. Like Ben Shapiro was like, I've watched Ben Shapiro's video where it's like 45 minutes just like trashing. But I was like, yo, come on. It's not that bad. You know what I mean? Right. It's also a movie and the movie's obviously made for women and female empowerment. That's fine, dude. There's some movies for dudes, you know, and that's totally cool. And they kind of pander and that's fine. I didn't think it was too aggressive with the feminism. I think it's just, it's a funny, it's a fun movie. It's not a political statement. It's like a comedy movie. Yeah, that's true. And I think people just get too serious with like, it's still a comedy. It's still a comedic movie. It's not like, you know, somebody gives a full essay, a presidential essay. I don't know if that's a thing, but <laughs> about the state of the union or something, <laughs> shit like that. I, I'm just making up words at this point, by the way. <laughs> just terms I heard in my German uh, time here in the US. Yeah. Well, didn't they, I guess the one thing was like they had the board of directors or whatever, the Barbie company as like all white men. Yeah. And, and in reality, it's not like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's just kind of the one thing that, but again, but. it's a movie, any movie or comedy is it's a caricature. It's an exaggeration of the truth to make a point. Same with stand up. you know, stand up people, they make, they make jokes about like Joe Biden right now. You know, it's exaggerated. They make jokes of him. Like the, the fact that he's, they make him sound like he's unable to do anything, to walk and do anything, right? Where yeah. There's truth to it, but like they exaggerate. I think that's just what comedy movies do, and we shouldn't take it so literally. I you know? agree. It's not a literal depiction of... It's funny. It's funny to picture them that way, and it's it wouldn't land as hard if they had like four white guys, you know? And that's all white guys. That's the funny thing, so yeah. Yeah, it had a comedic yeah. tone to it as well. I yeah. liked it. I liked yeah. it. I want to see... Did you see Oppenheimer? I did. Fire? I mean, visually, one of the most beautiful things ever. So epic. So epic. And I, I, I happen to know a lot about, I love history. 
And um, I, I talked to my dad about it before and I watched a documentary beforehand about, you know, the Manhattan Project and the atomic bomb and all that. And it was beautiful. It was just, do you know they have no CGI in that movie? I Not a single the... shot was CGI. Even, they haven't fucking, the movie's about a bomb, right? So there's an, I mean, there's a fucking, there's a bomb. I mean, if you, if you know history, I don't know if you're history yeah. buffs or not, but there was a bomb, right? There was a bomb, it went off, it worked. <laughs> um, but the explosion is, I mean, it's, I don't fucking know how they did it, but also the actor, Cillian Murphy, bro, that guy is so captivating. Holy shit. Have you seen his eyes? Yeah. But not just his, I mean, he physically looks great, but then also like the mood, everything he conveyed was, it was, it was stunning. I loved it. I yeah. want to see that new Dracula movie. You want to go see it? I have no idea what you're talking about. God, get with the times, bro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, I want to tell you one thing about, um, I want to tell you one thing about um, the whole getting offended about comedy and all that stuff. Yo, this is what happened. So I went to, um, I did a show in Detroit, Michigan. Um, and the first show we did, I, I did my set and you have some jokes about Jewish people and the Holocaust and all that. You know, I have this joke about my girlfriend, basically where yeah. I say, um, whatever, my girlfriend, I learned everything about Judaism because I'm very, um, I have so much guilt as a German. So I learned about the language, the holidays, how to run Hollywood. That's the joke. And then I go, so you've learned some Hebrew. I was like, hey, uh, Shalom Aleichem to my girlfriend. And then she looked at me and she was like, oh my God, I didn't know you speak Spanish. So I basically make fun of the fact that my girlfriend is Jewish, but not really. She doesn't know anything about Judaism. And then I basically have this bit where I go, yeah, I get very mad at her. I'm like, baby, you're 35 minutes late. Nine, 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 nine. Then she looks at me and she goes, Mario, um, you're giving me a lot of Nazi energy right now. So basically I roast her. I roast her for using her, my, her Judaism, even though she's not Jewish against me. I think it's a very clean joke. I mean, it's about the Holocaust in some way. Uh, and in the end, I say, it's so hypocritical. You know, it was 80 years ago in Germany. I'm not bringing up the fact that her people killed Jesus. <laughs> Which is a fucking joke. <laughs> I mean, I know that Jewish That's people, good. maybe, I don't know, maybe allegedly killed Jesus, you know, but it's a joke. It's a fucking joke. And then there was one guy in the audience. He was like, <clears throat> so I'm Jewish. And uh, I think you need to change your perspective on that joke. And I was like, cool, let's talk about it. And then we talked about it and he was like, I think it's just, you know, and he was very offended by it. And um, then he said, what are you talking about? Like, you know, like in the 30s and 40s in Germany. And I was like, well, I don't know if you guys are all history buffs or not, but, you know, and people laughed. It was good. Now, and then I kind of countered it. I was like, listen, you know, you Americans are always so hypocritical. You know, in Germany, we have so much guilt for the Holocaust. You know, we built statues for Holocaust victims. And in America, you build statues for Confederate leaders. So I basically kind of like, instead of backing down, I kind of went, you know, after the hypocrisy. And then at the end of the show, bro, he went to the manager of the club saying that if they put me on again at this comedy club, they're promoting anti-Semitism by having me on the show. What a fucking douchebag. <laughs> what a fucking... <laughs> it's just... Yeah, yeah, sissy weasel God. liberal. No, um, it's fine. I get it. You know, what? I always like listening to this and I get it. People get offended. I'm just wa sometimes wondering why do people go to comedy shows? You know, it's a comedy show. It's clearly exaggeration. Um, but I, I get it. And I, I, you know, I talked to him after it was, it was, it was fine, but he was very offended. Um, and this never happened to me. Like, especially with the Jewish, because I have so much awareness around the Jewish stuff and like the Holocaust as a German. And to actually... It happened like that I offend somebody. It was a weird feeling. And at first I was kind of like, ooh. But then, yeah, I, I'm going to reflect on it. I always reflect. I never want to offend people. But in that case, I really was like, I mean, nobody else felt that way, you know? And I've done these jokes at a Jewish wedding. I've done this in the Upper West Side in New York at shows, which is predominantly Jewish. So, yeah. I don't even necessarily know that you don't want to to be offensive at times. To me, like, almost the essence of art or comedy is to to say things that are taboo, like in sure. that box, in that room, you're supposed to say the shit that you yeah, can't you're say right. You're right. outside. Yeah. yeah. Joan Rivers once said, you know, Joan Rivers, big comedian, like she died, but she was one of the greatest comedians ever. I think arguably the best comedian ever, in my opinion, she's so great. And, uh, she was so edgy, amazing. And she would always like, whenever people would get offended and you can feel the energy in the room at stand up, you know, people would be like, Ooh, she'd be like, Oh, shut up. Come on. She'd be yeah. very, like, she would not back down. And yeah. she had the biggest balls of anybody ever. She probably has the, she has iron balls, dude. She's, she's amazing. And she said, if 
by the end of the comedy show, she doesn't at least offend 25% of the people in the room. Mm-hmm. It was not a successful show, <laughs> so agree. You know, and I, I, I got the one, I got the one dude, I got the one dude. Yeah, you're probably sweet. a bit nice to him. Honestly, you could have made him an, an example out of him. It's like, dude, you're here. If people are laughing, whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just a hard thing. He was basically saying that I, we shouldn't laugh about the Holocaust because I made some jokes about like reparations and stuff. And he's like, he's, but and I, I don't know. I get it, but also, fuck. I think comedy is there to make light of a situation that's painful right i think we should be able right. to joke about painful things right that's what comedy does man it makes you forget about things and you know makes you laugh and for a second takes you out of those struggles you have and i think we should joke about rape i do i think so too yeah honestly i think we should joke about hitler i think comedy is something that should not really have any any limits as long as you're not punching Agreed. as long as you're not just like i mean you can make jokes being like <laughs> maxim people am i right <laughs> They're all stupid. Like that's not that's not comedy, you know. First, right. you, have, you have to be funny. That's like the most important thing. If you, it has to be funny, and you can't just like, like, punch down at people for no reason, you know. But if it's layered and there's like a reason for it, that that's great. You can't be blatantly <clears throat> racist in a joke. That's like that's obviously not cool. But I'm just saying. I think there shouldn't. I think I don't think there should be limits to comedy. Yeah. What do you think about something uh, like South Park where they imitate Asians and? Uh, uh, so to me, it's, it's, it's really, I mean, it's really funny, Yeah. but it's, it's a little, I don't know if it's the most tasteful comedy. Cause when you're well, like, I don't oh, know, sometimes, don't, you know, it's well, like, some, but also dude, what, what's the difference? People imitate Germans all the time. Yeah, I have you seen the South Park episode. People yeah, like, yeah. and I get it that Germany and I get it. I get the whole thing of like, you know, this is a country that's been struggling a lot. And it's like, you know, Germany is obviously, um, you know, more of a, an aggressor than a victim. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, it's tough, man. But also I think. There's funny in everything. Mm-hmm. I think you can make so much fun of Germans. It's fucking, I make fun of Germans all the time. It's hilarious. But it's yeah. weird that, you know, when you make jokes about Germans sound so aggressive in the Oktoberfest, Germans like, nah, this is a Germans and we speak like, we don't talk like that. Neither do Chinese <laughs> people speak like Ching Chong Chong. But it's funny, dude. Indian yeah. people, sometimes how they speak is funny. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. I mean, it is. Anybody like, if you don't agree, whatever. But like, you know, most people, like it is. Southern it is, people? It is Southern people, anybody. Yeah. And I just feel like it's getting too, ooh, it's bad yeah. for comedy, dude. Yeah. You shouldn't make fun of people being like, oh, they're so stupid. Like if you make a fun of the culture and a tendency and a stereotype of a culture, like Germans being aggressive, you know, that's funny. Dude. Well, let's explore this for a second then. So let's say you're, because I agree with you. Yeah. I don't want anyone banned ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. But let's say you're on stage and you're like, all right, I'm going to give you my uh, Chinese uh, impersonation. You're <laughs> like, like, <laughs> y'all, is that funny? Is that funny? Do I think it should be banned? No, I'm just kind of wondering what no, you think about because it's not that. funny, right? Because exactly. it's not funny. But I don't, I don't. Twenty years ago, people were getting laughs. I, yeah, that's you true. know what that's I mean. True. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually a good point. Yeah, oh, man, it's it's a, it's a tough because I kind of get both sides, right? A little bit, mm-hmm. but it's gotten too far. I think there should be some there Great. should be some general awareness. Um, but people are just looking for things to get offended by, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. you're right. That example, that specific example, I would not say also, there's nothing funny about this, but if you find a really smart way and Zhao Ying does that in a great way, because Zhao Ying says very edgy stuff. Like she, she talks shit about like black people. Oh my God. She's roasting Lizzo so bad right now, you know, rightfully so with all her allegations and stuff like that, but she does it. And Lizzo's black and all that, but she does it in such a like, She's also Chinese and she's a woman, which makes her get away with a lot more things than if I said that, you know, if I go like, yeah, I'm not fat shaming Lizzo. She's not fat. She's morbidly obese. You know, that's one of Jiaying's <laughs> jokes, you know, which that's good, which is, you know, but like, I don't think I could. It's, like, clever. I would, it's clever. It's exactly right. So if you do it in a way that's like clever, mm-hmm. I think that it has to be funny. That's like the number one thing. And I think this should be the case for anything comedy it has to be funny. Right. And especially if you do anything, if you do anything that's a little controversial it has to be 10 times more funny to make up for how it is controversial i think that's what earns it and that's like what should be the benchmark yeah i think it should be like to me anti-woke is kind of taboo right now so i think that's more funny and i think circling back to barbie that kind of stayed with the woke sure 
It, it made fun. It, it did it in a comedic tone, so it yeah. was still a good movie, but it wasn't like anti-woke. I think it would have been good if Barbie had a little bit of a moment of self-reflection of like, you know, like making fun of the itself kind of. Because some movies do mm -hmm. that, you know, they, they don't take themselves seriously and they make fun of themselves, which kind of did. I think it was good. It was well balanced. I don't think it was it was it was too too you know message heavy or you know like it was not like a feminist manifesto or anything like that. I don't think so. Okay. okay. Yeah. Agree to disagree, but I liked it. I recommend. It. I mean, it was a little bit, but I don't fuck it. It's just a movie for women, you know. If you read the synopsis, it will mention feminism a lot. Yeah, like at least three or four times. Yeah. Because it's like, it says, this takes place in a feminist, like... Sure. Whatever. It's like an alternative scenario where, like, you know, the the world is... We don't have a patriarchy, but we have, like, a, a, a matriarchy, basically, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was an in interesting, interesting thought process. Interesting, interesting, um, interesting concept. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see what I have. Uh, <laughs> what will happen to Mario and Jeff when they both get married to their girlfriends? Not not if when Rachel is asking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite there on you know marriage yet. Yeah. So I don't know if I need to say that, but I do want to have kids. That's what I mean. Like, kids. what happens if you have a baby, baby Jeff, baby Jeff, um, like a beautiful baby Jeff with yeah. beautiful luscious blonde hair and amazing quads? Like, <laughs> what is gonna happen? Only you will know about it because no one will know about it online because I do OnlyFans. So this will be a secret online. Oh, okay. Unless I just rapidly change my brand. I yeah, guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the moment it. it would be a secret. Yeah. Um, Dude, you could change your brand so easily because you're so hot. Like you could easily on Instagram, you can just be the hot dad. I don't know if you've Googled me before. <laughs> it's going to take a minute, but maybe it could happen. If I put a little more money in. I mean, into listen, it. you can be the hot dad that's packing at the same time. You know, it could be oh, oh, I went to Chicago and my uncle was like, You have a girlfriend? Has she Googled you? <laughs> He's gay, so it's whatever. <laughs> oh my God, your uncle is hilarious, dude. Oh my God. But what God. is cool, though, is that my girlfriend, being of the younger generation, She's, you know, she's not homophobic in the least. Mm, she's mm. very, uh, you know, accepting of anything like that. Uh, there wouldn't be any. So yeah, that's the good thing about woke culture. You know, the Gen Z like woke exactly. people. That's the good thing, man. That's the good thing. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Wait, weird. you didn't say what? What, you... what happens to you when you get married? To me? Yeah. Uh, bro, I don't think it much will change. Because I think a mar marriage would just be like. It's just a commitment. It's not like a, I think if I was married today, I would do the same things. You know, I would still do a podcast. I would still travel. I would still do stand up. I would still do this. I would still do, you know, my shit. I think a kid is really where the big change might happen because your focus and responsibility shift. You know, it's not just you. It's like all of a sudden you're responsible for a little helpless, pathetic little weasel. You know what I mean? I had this moment the other day. I woke up and this is when I'm starting to shift my thinking. I'm like, all right, what am I going to do for me today? Let's see. I'm going to go work out for me. I'm going to yeah, eat, yeah, from, yeah. you know, and it's like, true. I feel that like groundhog day. What am I going to do for me? No, you don't work out for you. You work out for the 685,000 followers on Instagram. You have that want to see that beautifully chiseled That's true. Jeff Kasser chest and abs right yeah. so you were a philanthropist valid right? point <laughs> i never thought of it like that you're right hey, hey you're doing the lord's work this is all for the community man you're not yeah. self you're you're altruistic by nature because you work out for the community of thirsty motherfuckers out there <laughs> who just want to see them. that left-leaning surprisingly big ball <laughs> bald package this is why I like you. Exactly. That's why we get along. <laughs> it's exactly right. Cool. Um, all right. So, uh, okay. We got, I think we got one more question. There's so many fucking questions. I mean, this one. <laughs> okay, this one. Uh, are you sure you're not gay? <laughs> I, maybe 5% gay. I'm not 100% gay. I'm 5%. But you know what? I was probably about 0.5% until I met Mario. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah? It's kind of like that fan that came up to you. Dude, and so like, I 10x your gayness? Exactly. Fuck yeah. How did I do that? I don't know. Dude, I have an effect on people. Something about those eyes. When you stare into the eyes, I'm like, quit looking at me like that. I'm getting funny feelings inside. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. How about well, you? Um, how, I don't know. What, am, I, am I sure I'm not gay? Who can, how, how can you ever be sure? You know what I mean? Because I know so many people who came out at like, like super late in life. But I think I can, given that most people who came out super late in life, I feel like it's also because they've been living in, a, in circumstances where they were so suppressed in their sexuality, you know, in their upbringing, they grew up, you know, like you growing up in the 60s, it's just a different fucking beast, right? Sure. So, um, so, <laughs> so I think now growing up, I think if I was gay, I think it would have manifested at this point by just banging more dudes because yeah. the opportunities were clearly there. Yeah. And also, I think I have the openness and I would have, the beautiful thing is now that if I wanted to explore my sexuality, there would be no thought of like, oh, people are going to judge me for it. I'm not going to be accepted, right? Which is beautiful. And I think a lot of people who grew up like yourself, 60s, 70s, it's hard. And it's hard to imagine that you can't fully, you know, express yourself in that way. <clears throat> so, yeah, I think I think it would have, it would have shown more, but hey, I'll always be open to it. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll wake up and I'll be like, that moment I touched Jeff's wand. She felt right. Yeah. What you. am I doing with my life? And I look <laughs> at my two kids, I'm like, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> and then I run out, you know? Yeah. And there you'll be in a cabin in the woods. Right there. Right there. Yeah. Hanging up the laundry. <laughs> I don't know. Naked. That's my vision. I don't know. That's my vision. To the left. I can just see you there. I can see you there. Yeah. And then I run back to you. And then we live in the little cabin in the woods. And my kids will always wonder what happened to their daddy. Uncle Jeff. That might happen. There's like a very small percent of chance that this will happen. But I'll be open to it. I think we all should. You know, even if you're gay, I think you should be open to just being straight. Who fucking knows? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Travis Bryan said this. Travis, our friend Travis. Wow. He's pretty fucking gay. Right? Yeah, I'd say Pretty so. Pretty gay. And he was even like, yo, sometimes like, I saw this one girl and I was like, wow, I really would like to kiss her. You know? Yeah. Maybe he's going to be straight one day. Maybe we're going to fucking, you know, watch the NFL with him. You know? Maybe we're going to see LeBron James in the NFL. It's fucking destroying it. You know? Second base, <laughs> just him. Just absolutely taking over. Just absolutely taking over. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Your sports knowledge does make you seem gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. All right, um, cool. Let's let's finish off with what's your favorite? Have you thought about this? Because we have so, we've had so many hundred fucking episodes, man. A yeah. lot of them, I, I think, probably more than half were. I mean, easily more than half were guests. So we've probably had like, you know, sixty different guests on the podcast. Let's see. Who would you say? What's like one of your favorite memories um, of 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 this podcast? And we're going to put a clip there as well. God, I got to say, uh, as I was thinking about this on, on my way over here, mm -hmm. they're mostly with Riley. Yeah. <laughs> they're mostly with yeah, Riley. Yeah. <laughs> you know. No, people love Riley too. Riley, we miss you. I mean, he's going to be editing this. So yeah, he's going to be sitting in the Philippines being like, what have I done with my life? Why the fuck did I move in the, the Philippines and leave these beautiful two stallions behind? And probably my favorite, I get confused whether it's the podcast or your real channel, but was when you tried to prank me with Riley kissing me. Jeff Kasser has a tendency of pranking people. He's pranked his poly friend. He's pranked his straight friend. Straight model. So today I think it is time that we get him back. Pranking our old friend. Yes, pranking <laughs> We have a podcast. He doesn't know anything about it. If you can actually kiss Jeff Kasser, I'm gonna pay you $169. How much do I have to pay you to kiss me? You can get this for free, brother. Prove it. <laughs> I was just kidding. You just thought I was gonna be this little tramp. That was your favorite moment. This little you look uncomfortable as fuck, dude. This is the first time I've seen Jeff uncomfortable. Like right, right. <laughs> he, his mouth was open when he came up for that. Did you see that? I know, but I broke through this shit because you thought I was gonna do it.
Yeah. You yeah. thought you were just going to bring Riley on here and he was going to tongue kiss me. Yeah. You thought I was a little slizzy. I was going to pay Riley, like, I paid him like, what, 100, $100, $200 or something to kiss you? He came in. But he didn't, I didn't pay him the money because he didn't fucking deliver. That was a big moment for me. Yeah. You know what? But the clip, that was fucking uncomfortable as fuck. Like, I remember this. I was like, I, th- I thought it was going to be a fun idea. But when I was doing it, I felt like, wow, I just assaulted my co-host. <laughs> I just I just, <laughs> I just, paid somebody to sexually assault my co-host, dude. He that came was, in open mouth. He did. I don't know what's wrong with him. And I did. kind <laughs> of so warm me up a little bit. Literally. No, it was weird. <laughs> Riley, you're fucking weird. Oh, what a weirdo. Oh, man. I do have a couple more, though, <laughs> I'd like to share. I can't believe that was your favorite moment, dude. Okay, what was your, what was your second favorite? That's the top three. Okay, top three. Um, the second one was probably Riley talking about getting scammed in Amsterdam, because I loved that trip in Amsterdam. We had such a great trip. Yeah. And it's just so like Riley. He's so gullible. He's such a sweetheart, but God damn it, you're gullible, Riley. Yeah. He's like a na- naive little princess. Like, and he I can't tries, believe it. He tries to pay for a prostitute with a debit card yeah. or something. And it's like, that's rule. Yeah. He got scammed know. so many times. And he got, he got scammed. scammed again. He got scammed again in the Philippines. I forgot what it was for. I think it was for his apartment or something. Something oh. he got scammed again. Riley gets fucking, ugh, Riley, you need a fucking, I don't know. You need something. Like a mom, yeah, a father figure like us, something, some somebody to guide you, you know, to stop you from being scammed. You need somebody to be there with you, like a dad. So when you get a prostitute in a foreign country, they make sure you, you know. <laughs> and Riley, this is all love. You know, we can, you know, tease the ones we love. So we we do. It's all love. But get your fucking life together, dude. <laughs> yeah. Get your fucking life together. This is no. This is no. This is no life to be living, man. This is Kaitsu Shantia. If I got to pick one more, yeah. I'm going to have to do the Alfie podcast because that was just, Dude, he was so he's high. just a maniac and he's high. I don't even know what he was talking about. And he's just, I don't know, maybe run a couple clips of him. What is my girlfriend going to say? Maybe she will throw on her strap on and join us. A really like fit chick with a huge strap on. Okay. But I was shocked like how much it's turning me on. Would you say testosterone has made you a little bit more aggressive than normal? <laughs> I said it's very good. For you. <laughs> Just stick with it. Okay. Steroids <laughs> till you die. Like yeah. this, this is like it's all yours, guys. Have it, take it, zoom in, like do whatever you want. Yeah. Alfie is such an inspire. He's so unique. I can't even describe that podcast. Did very well, but he was so high. And yeah. we shot so much before. So I, I kind of like the high energy Alfie. We got like sleepy Alfie. Right. So can yeah, you yeah. imagine when Alfie is on high energy? Like next time we're not going to have him do weed. We're going to have him do just a bunch of Adderall. I just wonder, like, I'm almost afraid that Alfie, uh, if I hang out with him, he's going to force me into doing some OnlyFans content, which I'm not interested in, you yeah. know? So, um, but I'd love to do a podcast with him because he's very inspiring. He's fucking works for his mom stripped so that his mom could afford a house. I always love when I have these guests on the podcast that by looking at their social media profile, you would think they're absolute douchebags with no soul. Like us, that's how we look. Right. <laughs> but then you meet them, like Reno Gold, like Alfie. They're so deep and they have such a strong perspective on life and you can learn from them. And I love that. I love when you break these stereotypes. Again, these boxes of what people expect people to be and you break that and you actually see, oh, this person is a lot more than just, you know, what Alfie does, like swinging his 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 package with gray sweatpants. Yeah. You know, there's more to that. And I love seeing that. I'm going to so, text him after we get yeah. done with this. Yeah, stuff. we should. We should. We should. Um, All right, let me do my three part. I, I didn't write this. Did I write this down? Well, okay, the first one definitely comes to mind. Since we're on the topic right now, I got to say, um, dude, Reno Gold. Like any fucking podcast with Reno Gold, it's just, I remember the first podcast with Reno. He's this, he's also, I mean, he is an adult star, but he is one of the funniest motherfuckers ever. Mm-hmm. Reno Gold has so much pure talent. I mean, obviously, but not in a sexual, not just in a sexual way. He's very talented. He's multifaceted. He's, he's, he knows how to dance, right? He's great at like pole dancing and all this stuff. He's great at stripping, obviously. He's great at, you know, like, Sexual stuff, obviously, for his adult work. But he's also a really funny dude. Like, off camera, whenever I hang out with with Reno, we just laugh so much. Yeah. And on the podcast, he just has the funniest stories. And his comedic delivery is off the fucking charts. 
Yeah. Like put some clips here, Riley. I remember when he was like. When I lived up in Melbourne, Florida, it's a very small town. There was like not really gays out there. It was okay. like a very small town. There was a beach called Canova Beach. Canova and I found, Beach. And I found out about it because of like news articles. They're like, it was like becoming a problem because there's so many gay guys fucking on the beach. Damn. And, then, and, 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 and like, Reno's like, I'm going. Like, yeah, I'm going to Canova Beach. <laughs> Is this like rest area spots too? Like off the highway? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? I'm not a truck stop whore. <laughs> I don't know. I'm more of a beach guy. Bang me out on a beach. Whatever. Or a truck stop. But <laughs> Between Jeff and I, who would you rather film you? I'm sorry, Mario. I feel like you'd try to steal you know my what? thunder. You'd be I like, is that me, Mario? And I'm like, no, I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> God, this is my I'm video, Mario. I'm going to comment. I love Reno. He's such a sweetheart. It's yeah. such a good guy. He stuck a lot of things up in him. You know, he did light bulbs everything <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's kind of crazy but you know gotta love the guy he did one impression in fire island when we were there of like um like an, an old raspy voice of like a um somebody who does like a what's it like a ring girl when they have like a boxing match or something he's like reno old prostitutes like round two and he did like the <laughs> funniest impression of that yeah. and i was like wow he's a fucking comedian yeah he could do stand-up I think I mean yeah. some people don't want to be on stage and stuff, but I think he's got the he's got the personality and the act outs and everything to do it. So and he's got the stories for sure. Yeah, yeah. so good. that was that's guy. definitely uh, one number one podcast. And then I gotta say, dude, I loved the episode with Willie Mack. Do you remember Willie? Yeah, he was fucking hilarious. I go up on stage and people are like, "We want to see your dick." Oh we see your shit! Dick. I'm the only black person here. I was like, "Nah, man, what y'all gonna do?" Most of y'all can't even handle bigger dicks, anyways. <laughs> it's like getting you know? shot. Yeah, and you keep running, but that's just the adrenaline that got you running. Yeah. I mean, you finally <laughs> sit down and think can't about relate. It. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been shot in your kneecap <laughs> from behind? Wrong drugs. It was I dope. It was I did a dope. show with Willie a couple of weeks ago, and he's just. So talented. It's sometimes weird that these people, I think he's he's talent, more talented than some big people who have Netflix specials. It's just sometimes weird how talent isn't always, is not always an indicator for like mainstream success, right? It's also about, you know, how many days you suck, who you meet, that kind of stuff. But he's got so much raw talent. He's such a sweet guy. I love him. Whenever I see him, I have great energy. He told us one story. You can put the clip here about how he wears glasses as a black guy because it makes him feel safe. I wear glasses because I know glasses make me look safe as a black guy. Yeah. Like if I take my glasses off and look like this, it's like angry <laughs> it's so black true. guy. But if I keep this face and put glasses on, I look like I'm thinking about something. It's like, <laughs> same <laughs> anger. It's the one of the funniest things ever. Remember he was talking about the the kind of the the orgy hangout. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. Which was great. He was great. great. You know, sometimes you just have a podcast, you meet somebody for... One of the first times and immediately there's no, there's no, you don't have to warm up. It's just immediately like, you know, let's fucking go. And he, we just have such great chemistry. One of my favorite podcasts we've ever done was the Willie Mac episode. So if you haven't seen that one, definitely check it out. Yeah. Yeah. He was my favorite yeah. comedian you brought on. Yeah. Dude. And then, man, there's so many beautiful moments. I think the number one, fuck, it's, it's hard to say because, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, you know, you know it is. You know it is. is. It? I think so, bro. I gotta say, and it's also like people love that episode. It did the most views of any episode. But bro, having Malik Delgado yes. on the podcast, <laughs> bro, having yes. a straight guy who does gay porn who sounds like the Terminator is just a fucking experience. Are Would you curious? He's got a, he's got a girlfriend. just went up so much. Do you completely separate work from your sexuality? When I go on the set, it's to destroy the people. And in real life, yeah, I destroy okay. too. I jackhammer, but uh, the only guy, thing I want but... when I do a video is destroy to make the most good video that I can. It was so funny. And I was very, I was kind of nervous before the podcast and we filmed the full YouTube video. You can put the clips here already. When I was actually nervous pacing in the room before we met him and stuff like that. It was such a fun story. Jeff, put your fucking shoes away. Well, look at guys, right? You're fucking bored as you. Do I look weird, guys? Let's be real. Have you ever seen Mario this nervous? No. Guys, of course I was nervous because we literally, we had two hours with, with Malik Dagadi and I was like, okay, we can have him. He's going to come to my apartment. I was like, he was like, hey, bro, can you, can we do that your place? And I was like, Anything. Like anything Malita Gadi asks you to do, you fucking just do it. You know, you just yeah. do it. You don't ask any questions. So he came over to my place in Hollywood and we just we just he carried us on his shoulders. Both like of a, us. Both of us. Like he's it was fucking hilarious. So I'm gonna be the tree and you're uh -huh. gonna climb on me. Like little monkeys. 
<laughs> How is he so fucking strong? Dude, I was in the podcast. I think we got deep too. I love how we obviously talked about his adult experience, but then also the reason of why he does it. And also if he can be, I mean, it's crazy. A gay, a straight guy doing gay porn. Yeah. You know, it's That's something aggressive. a lot of people won't understand at that level too. And I thought it was such a fascinating podcast. And I think we, we had a great balance between it was silly and it was obviously, you know, it was a little, sometimes I, I don't want to go too far into the sexual stuff, but it was by nature of it, there was a lot of sexual stuff, but it was just so funny and so interesting and people loved it. I mean, it's, it still gets the most views out of all my podcasts right now. Um, yeah. That was kind of your last episode for really talking about sexual stuff. Uh, it seemed like that was like kind of where you. Yeah, yeah. I just I mean, don't want to. I don't. I don't. I didn't want to put myself with the podcast. I just want to be a comedian, and I love talking to you know OnlyFans people, porn stars. But I don't want to be the porn star guy because right, you know you right. don't want to only interview porn stars. You know, because at some point it gets speak old. for yourself. Yeah, right? <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna open a podcast, competitive podcast, being like porn stars only. You don't want it? I'll take it. The porn pod with Jeff Caster. <laughs> okay, but also Malik, he's. He's got that contagious energy. He's like he's alpha but suave and smooth and you he's just smooth, man, yeah. It makes you feel like relaxed being with and him. And aroused at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, that's uh that 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 was the moment. I think that was um yeah, I think that was good. I um but I don't know. There's also like I just want to shout out Zach Zach Mendes. Remember him? The Yes. The, he was fucking hilarious too. Yeah. That was a funny mm -hmm. episode. Then even the last podcast, I did in New York. It didn't get a lot of views, but if you didn't see that one, I think it's one of my favorite podcasts with Ryan Thomas, comedian, fucking hilarious. Like such a good vibe in New York, just bullshitting the whole time. Um, getting a little deeper too about racial issues. I love that, man. And I'm excited to see where this journey is going. Please comment below also, like, because I want to talk to you guys and see what you guys want. Um, what do you want on this podcast? Who should we interview? Write some names down below because I always read the comments. And yeah, man, that's it. The journey is uh, not over. I have oh. a lot more episodes coming out. And um, yeah, I love you, man. Thanks for having me on the big one zero zero. One hundred fucking episodes, and there's gonna be a lot more every single Wednesday at twelve p.m. PST. So make sure you subscribed. Stay crunchy. We'll see you next week. Watch my channel get deleted now. This was the last. We hope. We hope to see you next week.